my god okay so this particular week in this episode we are going to finally address a topic that is really 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 uncomfortable and that is networking that's right um i'm not going to say much i know it is uncomfortable and it takes a lot of guts to go out there and put yourself out there but hold on because the person who i have invited to address this topic is someone who lost trust in people because something happened with him in his childhood and he was scarred for life for a very long period of time but then how he came over that fear and now he is a networking expert if he can do this then i think there is a lot of things that we can learn from him that will definitely help us and you know what i found out of this episode that how we can network or what networking really is will really surprise you and you will think uh i have been doing that and that's not that bad so there are some myths that we are going to burst in this episode about networking and how simple it can be just hold on tight and let's get into today's episode I'm Ishani Nigam, your host, a recent graduate from the University of Melbourne, streaming from Australia. I help businesses, entrepreneurs in this post-COVID world to reach their target audience through engaging and intriguing audiovisual content. But over here, I help you, aspiring leaders, students from all across the globe, to take your first step towards your goal. This season. with taking your first step ever there is also a bit of twist to it we will be discussing something very important in taking your first step which is you it's all about you your abilities and your internal environment that takes you to the first step so my friends get ready and get started for an engaging and really informative season where i engage with accomplished people who have taken their first step but the way to the first step has been building their inner capabilities and that is what we are going to unleash this season so if you are interested to take that first step in whatever profession you want to at wherever place you are right now then get ready for this season he learned at young age through a near death experience not to trust people this experience made networking intimidating for him and he did overcome his deep fear so please join me in welcoming our guest speaker for today all the way from new zealand the networking expert speaker workshop facilitator networker tom broxham hi tom welcome on my first step ever Thanks very much for inviting me. I'm happy to have a chat with you tonight. It's always great to uh, talk about networking. Yes, of course. It is always good to talk about it and I think it's, it's something that really um scares a lot of us. I remember my first um you know networking stint. <laughs> it started <laughs> and it ended. <laughs> I think we can just keep it over there but it's all about your story today usually when uh, we talk about networking we ask certain question about how do you network what are the tips and 
we will get there but i think more than how you do something it's very important to understand why you want to do something because until and unless you have that compulsion or that reason of why you're doing something then things flow in place so i would like to start by asking you from what i understand you are not the same person that you are today confident outgoing and you know so uh right there you know you know what you want so please take us through that particular phase in life when you said that um something ha- you know we all have that particular time when something happens and it really uh, stays in our head or mind it scars us for life so what was that thing in your life that really hit you hard and what was the impact well when i was 3 years old i drowned and my dad had to do cpr on me this isn't a memory that i have but it's always been ingrained with me that it's something that i've had to overcome but that would have been bad enough as it is but when i was in elementary school i was picked on a lot i was always being bullied when i was in swimming lessons and i would have been 9 years old the kids who didn't like me very much took me over to the deep end of the pool and i remember them one was behind me and one had a hand on each arm and they took me deeper and deeper into the pool until eventually they swam behind me pushed me from behind and tried to drown me when you're 9 years old and you've already experienced drowning once and then people push you from behind and try to drown you that lasts a lifetime being bullied is one thing but this is something i've i already had with me that that fear of the water but now it became so much more and the more that i talk about networking and the more i talk about the story the more i realize how many things are connected i always just equated it back to when i was 3 but i didn't realize that that defining moment was when i was 9 and what happened was it, as i've been talking doing different podcasts my speaker coach saw that and he talked to me and he said I didn't realize you were bullied and he was able to help me piece together some of these different aspects and so I actually talk about this when it comes to networking and some people might think well how does you drowning have to do with networking like what's the connection that's there trust is something that I've really had to learn to deal with in my life and i've had to relearn how to trust people networking is based on trust it's based on communication if you don't have the communication it's hard to build the trust up and when you're scared it's hard to be able to get that trust so quite often i have a habit of looking behind me especially if i'm in a restaurant but that's because i'm hungry <laughs> <laughs> when so quite often i'll be looking behind me and some people will be looking to see what i'm looking at and it's just something that's just there for me i'm always thinking about that so when you're at a networking event you have to get into small close groups and that was hard for me to be able to do that for a few different reasons and so part of what i do is to help people with the networking and the reason why i do that is some of my own fears and it's to help me with my trust in communication and to be more open myself and what i didn't realize is that moment when i was 9 and they tried to drown me 
it was networking. It was every single relationship I've had. It was swimming. And it was public speaking. And there were so many different elements that happened from that one moment. And it's only been this last little while that I've realized how connected they all were. It's very hard to, to have that trust. And so it's taken a long time to get through that. And part of the re- other reason why I do networking is when I was last in Canada and I was in job seeker programs, I felt like I wasn't doing any networking because that's how they made me feel about it. And I started doing the networking events. Well, I attempted to. And at times, I went into the networking event and I walked right back out. I didn't know what to do. Hated it. And I thought, well, this sucks. I don't want to do this. And I thought that's what networking was, was going into those awkward rooms, having the awkward conversations, and that's not what networking is. So those are the reasons why I'm doing what I do now. Yeah, I think I'd like to take a moment over here to absorb what you just and digest what you just said because um, I'm sure even our listeners, they might be listening to this very intently right now. Um, I think you have always been brave. Because if something so serious happens with you at such a um, you know early age at three, I I understand that you might not have the memory, but you must have felt something. Your senses must have you know had some sort of a memory, and then at nine you were there swimming, learning swimming. I feel that is bravery in my understanding. But coming out of that situation must have been very difficult, and I'm glad. And thank you for sharing this situation, this uh, story of yours, because there are a lot of people out there who have gone through such difficult situations. And I think they now that I hope that they're able to understand that things happen, they are bad, they're difficult, but if you're able to derive something good, positive out of that. So that is that is the biggest part of it. I think you were able to do that. You were able to put yourself separate from that situation and not let it, you know, just eat you up. But I think you built yourself up from that platform. So thank you so much. And I really like how you have correlated, you know, that what happened and the part of trust, you know, because I think obviously, one will lose trust about, about, in fact, anything in that condition, what happened. So um, probably I just want to ask one more question. Yep. Uh, did not think of, but since you mentioned this, so how did you develop trust? What was your um, approach to it, maybe? Some of it's just taking time. And some of it was just beginning with myself and realizing what I need to do for it being a little bit more open and and being vulnerable um just talking to more people and realizing that i i wanted to change myself it was it's hard at times and there are some elements where i still feel that challenge of can i trust this or do i want to do this even a a post that i've done today and uh, last week where it was I just did a post where it was just me doing some dancing while I was trying to get my vibe while doing some videos. And I thought, oh, I don't want to do this. And I've had times where when I first did a post on LinkedIn about being bullied, and I had a picture of myself as uh, as a child and as the adult, and finally really telling people that 
that's who I feel like when I network at times is that little kid. And that's hard to be able to have that trust and to be able to do that. But I realize it's important. And because I'm trying to help people with networking and tell them, okay, you need to be a little bit more open. You need to go talk to people. But how are they going to do that if I can't do that myself? And I need to be the one willing to say, all right, I want you to trust me. So I'm going to trust you. And this is how we're going to go through it. Lovely. The essence of, you know, um, working with anyone is trust. And if you can develop that level, uh, that I think that makes job easier for both the person. So people who are listening to us today, um, if they have been in such, such certain situation, um, I hope not. But if yes, then they would like to understand that how can they come out of that fear and become this fearless person like you are right now. So let us take your example. Why don't you tell us that how did you go from being that to this? If there are some highlights that you can share, strategies or approach that can help. Well, three of the things that I was really trying to get better at in my life was public speaking, swimming, and uh, and networking. And a lot of this revolved around communication, trust, and building relationships. And I didn't quite realize that at the time. When I was in college, I just had to do a lot of public speaking events. And eventually, I just got comfortable with it. I was working with one guy who loved doing it, and he just really excelled at it. So I fed off enthusiasm. And if he told me, do this, I did that. And I did exactly what he wanted me to do. It was a lot of practice, and it was a lot of starting small, and I got more comfortable with it. The more comfortable with it I got, the better I got. But then I was able to add my humor and different other elements. And then I started to really excel at it. When it came to swimming... And I remember this night very vividly. I signed up to do swimming lessons and I thought, oh man, this is saying like ages 12 and up. And I thought, I'm going to go to this class and I'm going to have 12 year olds picking on me because I can't swim. And it was just part of my insecurity. But I remember walking into the pool and I was, I was scared. I was, I was terrified. And I thought, what am I doing going into this pool? Like, Why? And I had negative thoughts that were in my head, but I was saying to myself, this is something you want to do, and this is something we're going to do. Like, let's let's start small, and let's go. This is a safe spot, but that, that negative was still in there. And I was thinking, well, all right. I got into the pool, and the pool is three feet deep, so it's at my waist. And I thought, oh, man, this is horrible. This is really horrible. And the uh, the swimming instructor was like, there's two things I need you to do tonight. One is tilt your head back, and the other is I need you to submerge yourself. And I thought, submerge myself? I don't want to do that. I've already done that in my life, and I don't like it. Well, I sat there for a moment, and I thought. And I just thought for a couple seconds. And then I caught the right breath. I submerged myself, and then when I came back up, oh, that wasn't that bad. So much... (laughs) weight was lifted off of my shoulders and yes this was only a pool three feet deep but moments ago i thought i was about to drown in three feet of water 
Now, it, it's not easy at all to, you know, um, it just seems three feet of water. But when you have fear of something, it, it seems the most dreaded thing in the world. So kudos to you. Yes, please continue. And so I continued on lessons. And that night when I left, I was just jacked. I thought this was awesome. This is one of the best experiences I've had. Man, this is amazing. Two weeks later, I was angry because I, I was not a good swimmer. I went from being terrified of the water to being like, man, I can't, I can't side glide. This is horrible. And I continued the lessons and I got more comfortable. I think about two months later on, I got an injury from swimming and I thought, oh man, this is awesome. I got hurt because of swimming. And then a couple months later on, it was a really cold night in Canada. And I went to swimming lessons and everybody else, they didn't bother going. It was that cold. And then I said to the instructor, um, like, what, what happens if someone pushes you in the pool? He's like, oh, I've, I've got no idea. He said, well, how comfortable do you feel right now? Do you, do you want to go to the deep end of the pool? All right, let's do it. So we went to the deep mm -hmm. end of the pool. And then I sat there. And once again, I waited to catch that right breath. Once I caught that right breath, I went into the water and everything else went away. And a lot of my fears just, just disappeared once I caught that right breath. These same techniques that I use for swimming is what I started using for networking as well, too. Starting small. Having the positive talk inside of yourself. And diving in and committing to it. It's, it's not always easy. But I took something that I drown and I had, I've had three other near drowning experiences with that. But I took those elements for my biggest fear and now I use them for other aspects. And when I think to myself, oh, I don't want to go networking, this is scary. But then I think about, well, I've overcome a lifelong fear of the water. How much worse is that? Uh, it, going into that networking event might be a little bit nervous. It might be a little bit nerve-wracking, but nothing compares to coming over a fear where you actually died from it. And then I, then it, it sinks into me that, you know what, it's not that bad. We can go in, start small, and we can do this. That, that's a great, great example and how you have applied you know, those particular techniques that you went through, uh, overcoming your fear of not, not being able to go inside the pool uh, to your profession. I think this is going to help a lot of our listeners today, youngsters, graduates, aspiring students who have been impacted by pandemic somehow or, you know, with some sort of fear in their life long back, that if they're able to surpass one at least one fear of theirs i think they will greatly have the you have a sense of achievement and that sense of achievement yes. confidence helps you in other aspects of your life in fact it starts helping you in every area of life slowly so kudos to you and you said that was very rightly said you need to start small and uh, i i see that you few things that you did over there that you started having a likability for, you know, uh, networking or communicating. You surrounded yourself with, 
with people who are really good at it like really good at it so the so you are in the environment always getting encouraged focused learning by observing and the best and the most important part is executing you started doing it slowly steadily but you kept practicing so i think there are some amazing takeaways for everyone who's listening to us today and your story is really good you know kind of fear that you had the situation that you had been to i'm so sorry to hear that but what you have done with that is very very good because i think uh, that is my next question that i wanted to come to uh, how how can one you know um, for, for example that um, one is able to overcome a fear and they move on in their life but things keep happening to you all the time like now we are in the situation the uh, circumstances that we have something even bigger than this happens to someone how can you keep your mindset so strong internally that whatever happens in your external life even if it affects you you're able to deal with it so what is what are those few things that you do to keep your mind and your body very intact if you're happy to share something with our listeners yeah the first thing i always have to do is just i have to want to do it or i have to want to change so with the swimming i had to want to do that and same with the network in the public speaking it was something that i had to say this is something i want to do so at times what people say is oh i i want to lose weight but they they don't want to they're not ready for it and so no matter how many videos and how much material they read it's not going to help them and when someone says to me well i want to know how to network better if they're not willing to do it it, it it doesn't matter like it it needs to start with you wanting to do that and it needs to start with you wanting to make the change and to realize that this is where it all starts from there start small so i'm going to take the example of networking and some people will say okay oh, i'm going to go to that networking event of 300 people but they don't like networking and they're nervous with it that's not going to be the best thing to do and what people don't realize is that when you go to that event although it is networking it's not networking so true networking this is a great example of networking right here and when you go to that event you might meet a connection you might do a bit of networking but the great networking happens over a coffee over a lunch uh, it happens when you're out at doing events and clubs with people that's where great networking happens and this is something to be aware of that if i want to make this change what does it look like then and what is that change really how do i make that change and, and where is it going to come from the other thing you have to do is control any negative thoughts that are that are in your head it might be oh don't go to that networking event i i don't want to do it and you need to say to yourself no i want to do it So anything that's negative you need to control that. Sometimes what I do is if something's really stuck in my head and I can't get it out, I'll write it down on a piece of paper, I'll crumple it up and throw it away because then it becomes physical for me and I can actually physically get rid of it. And it, it it's weird how it's just in your head then you put it on the piece of paper, throw it away and you're like, "Oh, it's it's not there anymore." Sometimes it's because you've looked at that now and realized what that is. So you, you need to want to do it, and you need to control any negative thoughts that are in your head, 
and start small. That's the key for doing anything, whether it's getting rid of a fear or getting comfortable with doing something new. Wow. Um, I think one thing that I have always underestimated is the power of writing, you know, not not really underestimated, but like I thought, what will happen even if I write, write down something? It's in my mind. I know, for example, if in a day I have to do something, why should I write it down in a diary? Yeah. You know, like I know it is there and I will do it. But once I started doing that and it really helped me beyond time. I could pick things and that made me feel, uh, you know, a small sense of achievement. This is done, that's done. So I think, and you're so right on that when you write something or maybe even scratch it off or you just tear it and throw it. This really helps. Um, If uh, my friends and listeners who are listening to this, if you're not in this practice, I think it's a challenge. I I would like to give a challenge. Try this today or try this uh, when when something comes up to you and you don't feel like, oh my God, oh my God, what is happening in my life? How how can I do it? Just either talk to someone, let it out or write it down. That That's that and scratch it off. Just scratch it off. So this definitely works. And um, yeah, it was a very interesting point that you mentioned, Tom. And I believe that uh, you must be having a really ball of a time when you're... Uh, when people come to you for help with networking as you also you know help people with networking because now that you have overcome your fear you exactly know the stages of how someone can overcome their fear of public speaking so now this is what i want to now come to what i started off with you know what can uh, let's talk about students graduates at this point in time how can they start networking if they're in university or high school, what are the right avenues for them? As you just mentioned with us, you know, that this is a good setting for networking. Uh, Coffee catch-up is a good networking setting. I never really thought from that way. For me also, it was, you know, it was the networking event that people did at networking. So that is a good information for me as well. That sounds really good and that makes sense also. So... Again, I would like to ask the same question. What would your advice be that what would be the right avenues for students and graduates at this point in time? Start with who you know, whether that's your friends, your family, your professors. Your professors will know people within that community. So my background's in accounting and business. Perfect people to talk to, the professors who've been in that and already have connections throughout there. What happens is people will think they only, it's just networking, it's just talking to strangers, it's just about doing this, and it's not just about talking to strangers, and it's about building relationships up. It takes time to do this. The other thing that happens is a lot of people will say that they hate networking. The problem is, the only time they network is when they're looking for work. And you already have that preconceived, oh man, this is horrible, I'm trying to find work. And now I'm trying to do this networking on top of it, which is awkward. And then they end up not liking it. So networking can happen anywhere. and It can happen anytime. Now, that's why I say like it's great to start with the people that you already know, your friends, your family, and your professors. Because you can ask your professor, well, this is the job I want to do, or this is the company I want to work at. Can you help me out with this? And they might know somebody at the company, or they might know who to talk to or how to talk to someone. Um, The other thing that's great is joining clubs, whether it's your hobby or or anything else. It it could be sports. 
that is some of the best networking you'll do because you're not trying to network. So I used to be in an outdoor club and half the people that were in the outdoor club worked in the same industry as I did. But what happened is you would drive out to uh, the mountains. So there was two hours there. You would do the hike another eight hours, give or take. You'd go out for supper that night. There's another hour or two. Then you drive back. It's another two hours. But well, And as you're there, you're talking about, oh, the hikes you've done, the places you travel to, the places you want to go to. Oh, you haven't, oh, you haven't done that mountain yet. Oh, I really want to do that one too. Maybe we can go do that sometime. Might be, oh, you work in this industry. Oh, I work in this. Oh, do you know this person? And you start talking about elements of work, but you're not focused on that. When you go to those networking events, what are you focused on? Networking and trying to get a connection and opportunity. So you have that stress there compares to when you're at a club or when you're talking to one of your professors about this is what I want to do. You don't have that perceived negativity around it. And that's why it's great to go and talk to talk to people that you're comfortable with. Go and do, have a coffee with somebody. So really start small and start with the people that you know. Um, I've just joined Clubhouse not too long ago. And I have very few followers on there. I've really spent little time on there. So one of the things that I'm going to be sharing on my LinkedIn is my networking journey. And there's a few different elements of it. And one of it is from Clubhouse. So what am I going to be doing? Starting with the people that I know and the rooms that they're in. Starting small that way and building up from there. It's, it's great to see that what you're trying to help people out with, the kind of advice that you're giving, you're applying that yourself, which means that you've applied on yourself, it has given you results, and that's why you are sharing it. So th that was really interesting uh, because I think this is the right time for the students, graduate people across the globe. You are at the right time. You have time, three, four, two years, whichever course that you're enrolled in, club. Very good place. Uh, professors, uh, volunteering events. Just by talking, uh, having you do you have questions, ask those questions. And I think being at ease, as you said, that when we're under pressure of, you know, I want a job. I, I, is this the person who will get me the job? So, yeah, I mean, everything just goes for a toss. And you're not yourself and you're not even able to tell anyone that what you're good at. Mm -hmm. So, that was really good. I really wish that we had someone back then when I was in uni, but I'm so happy that through this, we will be able to reach a lot of students and graduates and much and many, I think many more people who are listening to this. Um, before we close, I just wanted to say, yeah, because everything has gone online, I think it is even a greater opportunity for students uh, across different countries that they, in fact, you know, have this uh, session, like interactions with their friends over Zoom. I think this will really help them up, open up because when things go back to normal and then started to go back to normal, they will at least be familiar with this kind of thing. You know, okay, let's catch up for a copy. We have, we have done that over Zoom. Now we can do it face to face. Yep. I think it's a great time. Take the advantage of this time. And if you, if any one of you would like to know uh, Tom's journey as he is going to share about uh, clubhouse how he's going to do follow him on linkedin tom broxham and just before you leave tom can you please leave our listeners with a quote that you really resonate with well it's actually my own saying and that's today's connection is tomorrow's opportunity 
Oh my god that was such such an amazing episode and I hope that we were able to burst the myth that networking is an intimidating process because you have to go in a room filled with 1500 people and you have to go and talk to everyone and try to convince them that you're the best person for that job because it is actually the opposite those are the places where you just meet people you come to know that who is the right person that you can get in touch with further on and as tom said networking starts with just communicating with people who are in your circle and the best networking is one on one so take advantage of these several episodes that i have over there if you haven't heard so far go ahead and listen to the episodes that really appeal to you and go and give them a connection request and meet them one to one if that is something that still intimidates you then go and do that in your own circle in your own country in your own school university wherever you are in networking is just about communicating and actually having a good conversation it's just not about you putting yourself out there but also understanding what the other person needs and seeing how we can help each other and please follow us on spotify google or apple podcast also if you have any comments you like to give any feedback or if you really like to listen to someone please follow us on instagram my first step ever underscore in and let me know and before i take a leave i would like to say start believing in yourself and most importantly keep believing in yourself i am ishani nigam your host for my first step ever signing off for this week and eagerly waiting to have you and our next speaker again for the next week see you